0: do not limit yourself do not uh, feel that um, you are unable to achieve because you do not possess a certain level of knowledge you can easily learn it if you want and um, not everybody is like born perfect not everybody is aware of everything we are all different and we uh, if you have this will you can like reach uh, everything so the sky is only limit for you
1: this podcast shows that ukraine is not what foreigners see on television together We will break all the stereotypes about ukrainians so that when the flag of ukraine is lifted anywhere in the world everyone will know ukraine and its unique culture because today ukraine has a dynamic new generation that will change the world hello my name is aziz and i have a deep connection with ukraine my grandfather volunteered in 1987 to help liquidate the Chernobyl chemical radiation because he believed in humanity. He was a real hero for me and even though he struggled with cancer after that for the rest of his life, he always told me many great things about Ukraine and its people. Then, from 2018 to 2019, for two years, I began working with UNICEF in Ukraine to help build orphanages for Ukrainian children and thank you all so much for the support more than 155 people participated in this project for ukraine from the vice president of the helen marlin group to the vice chancellor of the ugcc to the president of the erasmus student network kiev to the president of the world trade center kiev to students from the flex program ukraine global scholars yale university harvard and the london school of economics to the united nations to the vatican church to interns at the ukrainian parliament and at the canadian parliament to top one percent students in ukraine but not only them this project is for all ukrainians from all backgrounds and if you wish to participate, send me a message on Instagram at aziz.future and join the Telegram channel at Kiev.Future. Future. My goal is to make interviews with hundreds of Ukrainians and the world is listening. This podcast is already top 50 in the United Kingdom, Germany, France, Switzerland, and Monaco, top 25 in Austria, Germany, Canada, Russia, and Poland, top 15 in Australia, Italy, Spain, and Dubai, and top 10 in Norway, Sweden, the Netherlands, South Korea, Singapore, and many other places, because this is now officially the number one podcast on Apple about Ukraine. Together, we will break the stereotypes. Together, we will help all other countries discover and respect the greatness of Ukrainian people, and this good reputation will support the development of Ukraine, creating more opportunities for every Ukrainian to have a better life. So let's begin. My guest today is Diana Maslyanchuk. Diana is a second-year student of Diplomacy and Diplomatic Services at the Institute of International Relations, Tara Shevchenko National University of Kyiv. In addition to this, she studies restaurant and hotel management at the Kyiv National University of Culture and Arts. Diana is also the social media manager and marketing strategist at the initiative named Discount, a project to help students get discounts at various businesses she has three hobbies and is now actively learning three languages english german and turkish she enjoys learning non-european languages as she is interested in eastern cultures diana is also a commercial diana is also a commercial photographer taking pictures for various products including jewelry and clothing and she is experienced in translation, working with English and Ukrainian texts, and speaks English at a C1 level. For the last year, she began practicing piano, which is something she does for her her own fun and enjoyment. Diana, how are you today? Well, I'm
0: super cool, thank you. To begin,
1: thank you very much. To begin with a question that, I'm interested in, honestly, what have been moments in your life that really have shaped you and made you the Diana of today?
0: Well, um, I would say there are plenty of them. And I would say it's not actually moments, but more like people, people I have met, people I live with, my family, so basically it all has started from my family from the things they were doing and how inspiring it was for me. like my mom is a doctor and my father is engineer who really like the, who really likes their jobs and um, that actually from my early childhood um, inspired me to take different uh, paths uh, to visit different courses and actually to become um, like active, clever. And uh, participate in many different activities. And uh, what, speaking about events, uh, probably I really liked my first school years uh, when we were engaged in different uh, competitions because I'm quite a competitive person, and it was like really important for me to participate in them, to speak, uh, to voice my opinion, and by that to become better and better in different parts of. Uh, in different subjects uh, and so on. For example, I have experience with German. Uh, it, it, it have come to my mind just now. So I was quite reluctant to learn it in my fifth form when I started it. And my mom was saying, that like, quite useful language. Why don't you find it interesting? And um, then I was invited to visit a German camp in Dresden and i've spent uh, two weeks uh, there with uh, different children from uh, german from germany actually and uh, i absolutely loved 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 the german language and i arrived back to kiev and said like i want to continue studying it and um, i want to make sure that i speak it fluently just um, so uh, good and so inspiring was this camp for me. So I think that uh, everything I do comes uh, basically from people because I met those amazing German people and their language uh, became to sound more appealing for me. So it's something like that.
1: Thank you. So if I understood you correctly, people have been the biggest influence in your life. And basically, you know, at a more radical level which means uh, original or initial there was your mom who is a doctor and your father who is an engineer who loved their jobs which has shown you that it's possible to find something you love and not do something just to be busy or to have a job so you have been involved in many many different courses activities in order to find what your passions are and including the possibility to learn German, which wasn't appealing to you at first, but when you went to the camp in Dresden and you saw the ger- uh, German children and you heard them speak the language, you found it more and more appealing and those people impacted you. And now you love the German language and you enjoy it very much because of that experience and those people. Is this correct?
0: Yeah, absolutely. like that. Yeah.
1: Thank you. And... I love that strategy which you mentioned that you are trying many many different things being active in different domains well a lot of people are living what Thoreau calls a life of quiet desperation where they're just doing something that is not giving them that spark in their eyes their soul isn't alive what is your thought on this do you think it's common And do you believe that a lot of people don't explore enough in order to find their passions? Or what's going on in that scenario if you judge it's true and it's negative?
0: Well, yes, uh, it's pretty true that uh, many people do not discover their potential or do not do the fullest they can. And it's pretty much common in Ukraine uh, and for Ukrainian young people to be disillusioned, for example, about their future. And uh, since they think that they don't have enough opportunities uh, and that maybe they will be unsuccessful, they become more and more reluctant to do something. And that's pretty disappointing. And uh, it is um, absolutely... um, uh, And it is actually the thing that needs to be changed. And um, I believe that uh, every person is unique and has unique um, potential that uh, he or she should realize. And uh, that's why I try to support uh, every my friend uh, in uh, his or her initiative. Uh, I try to um, uh, engage people in different activities I am actually engaged in. Uh, I try to invite people to go somewhere with me. I try to speak to them. Uh, I try to um, actually help them as well as I am helped also, as, as well as I'm also invited. And by that, I think we can all, all the young Ukrainian generation be built somewhat a community where all can enjoy some opportunities and uh, can realize uh, their potential to the fullest.
1: This is such a very important topic. And I remember at least two guests, actually three, where well, one was a professor at the Kiev Polytechnic Institute, the other is Stefania Klimenko, The other is uh, Kate Gomelyuk. They all said that actually a lot of that fear of failure comes from a part or a facet to the culture in Ukraine where people criticize those who fail a lot, that if you do any mistake, even strangers will come and tell you, oh, that was so bad, you did it so wrong, you should have done X, Y, Z. And that puts into people a fear of making mistakes. Therefore, they don't take risks. Therefore, they don't go out of the comfort zone. And therefore, they don't find opportunities because by definition, opportunities are outside of our comfort zone. They are where we're not already existing and searching. They are in the new and in the unknown. Do you believe that this is true, that there is a critical facet? to, like, criticism that in the a part of the Ukrainian culture that might be contributing to this? Or since you said it should be changed and people should support each other, what do you think was causing it? Maybe as Nikita Puz said, it's the post-Soviet trauma. Or what do you think should be done to fix this, improve it? And what could have caused it?
0: Well, speaking about uh, post-Soviet, um, I pretty like this idea. And I think that explanation here would be that people every time try to live up to some expectations. So we have some sort of standards in our society that by that age, for example, you should um, atta- uh, attend university. By that age, you should get a proper job. Proper, I I mean, not like freelance or something like that, but it should be like proper office or doctor job, So I think that the establishment of those standards is quite harmful for a young generation because they are quite um, limited in the opportunities because uh, the society actually dictates what they have to choose. So, and uh, yes, and by the by that, I think that more inclusive um, uh, methods of teaching and um, should be applied to the children. And I think that nowadays it's uh, pretty much developing in Ukraine, because uh, children are taught to um, like uh, to express themselves better. To they are taught that world is uh, open and that they have uh, uh, different opportunities and they can choose uh, what they want. So uh, there is actually a really important path which I think uh, should be continued and uh, these uh, like efforts should be even strengthened so that not, and the society should be also educated the um, older generation, I mean the parents they should understand that those standards uh, that they for example unfortunately were brought um, uh, up in are not uh, now uh, pretty um, equivalent to the modern situation and to the modern world we have today. Because I see the modern world uh, as an open window with uh, plenty of thoughts, uh, plenty of ideas, and plenty of things you can do. So, um, yeah, that's actually the standards uh, which which we should overcome and which we shouldn't have in our mind. We should organize our life according to our wills, uh, but not standards and uh, wants of
1: others. Thank you. So you're a productive, active, competitive girl. Are you doing everything because of your own will, or is there part of it the standards of society?
0: Well, for me, I would say that it was my own will like to um, study well, to participate in different activities. Actually, when I see the opportunity to participate somewhere, and I know that I'm pretty busy, I have a lot of stuff to do, but I just cannot but participate. I just can't leave it. It is, sounds so fascinating for me. So I'm like pretty easily hooked by something new. And that is my will that drives me. However, I do believe that there are some children who um, are um, asked to study harder and who are actually made to participate uh, somewhere, and they can be pretty much successful in it, even. But um, uh, I don't. Sh- I'm not sure if it will bring them happiness. Or maybe it will actually influence some words that they will be unable to find what they actually like, because they are busy with um, other things. In my family, I don't have this pressure. I can choose what I want. I actually have chosen the places to study by myself. However, I believe that um, in Ukraine, unfortunately, many... Uh, Children and students are taught by the parents where and uh, what they should study, as I have mentioned about the um, choice of the occupation. So, yeah.
1: Thank you. And what drives you when you don't want to miss out on something or more fear of missing out about initiatives, activities that sound fascinating? Is it curiosity? Are you a very curious girl?
0: Yeah, I believe... I believe by my early childhood, um, I was like uh, even unable to walk properly. But I was looking for something every time and uh, was uh, quite hurt sometimes by that because I was always first somewhere and um, never sat at one place. Uh, and that's why this maybe the natural curiosity and uh, the uh, I, I I don't like even you know to miss something and not to be able to... So I get this opportunity and I think that missing it will be pretty unfortunate for me. And um, I am actually uh, convinced that everything you do have uh, some sort of influence in your uh, later life. So, for example, you may think that it is not connected. So, for instance, I took some photo shoot um, for the um, charity uh, book um, fair, and uh, by you know three months later, another girl uh, find me for that for the commercial project, uh, taking pictures of journals. And uh, actually, when I was uh, making this charity photos, I wasn't thinking that it will bring me some job opportunities. However, however, I could refuse to doing uh, this charity project because I was pretty busy at the time. But uh, I've chosen to do it and uh, it bring me and, and it has brought me some prospects in my future. And that's why I think that all the things I do uh, are connected and they will all result in, in something bigger and in something better.
1: I love that. It reminds me a lot of a book by Leonard Mlodinau. It's called How Randomness Rules Our Lives, The Drunkard's Walk. And in it, it's about variance and how everything we do today is like that Brownian movement or chaos that will change. It's like that butterfly that will cause a hurricane that Mm -hmm. will change something in our future. And, well, you are productive, you do a lot, and you take on even more projects. Maybe some people will be curious. How do you approach productivity? How do you prioritize? How do you plan your day? how do you rest actually to have more energy or what is your own productivity method
0: Mm -hmm. thanks for question first of all i'd like to make a small disclaimer that it is not nothing but easy uh, to do uh, everything uh, at once and uh, it requires actually efforts and uh, not every day for me is uh, i mean easy some days are pretty tough and pretty difficult when i am overloaded with deadlines. But I'm actually trying to plan everything properly and plan in advance, Uh, so I uh, used to use uh, my notes um, in copybook. However, today I used uh, mainly the the telephone and I just simply write the tasks, prioritizing them by date, and I have this uh, tasks planner on my home screen so I can check it uh, every single time I look at my phone. And it is pretty pleasant for me then to put a mark where I tick that I have done something. And uh, only by planning this time, uh, you can actually be able to organize everything properly. And I like the idea that um, the time I am It is obviously only 24 hours, but I have heard, don't remember where, the phrase that the time actually is pulling like a gum when you have uh, extra activities. And it is actually so. So I'm busy when I have uh, little activities and I'm busy when I have uh, many activities. So why don't uh, do many when the time is actually pulling like a gum? And uh, speaking about rest, um, actually, yes, I'm resting when I'm playing piano, obviously. And I do it only when I feel the need and um, the like a strong will to do it. So I do not like study as in music school because I would like to be, um, you know, the professional musician. But I do understand that uh, by now it is uh, probably impossible for me like to encounter, uh, embrace uh, all the uh, difficult things in music. So I do it uh, just for my pleasure. I have a little sister and I like to spend some time in the evening with her uh, to just to communicate. Uh, and uh, yeah, basically the communication with my friends also play an important part. So um, I try to organize it some uh, day for example saturday or sunday i'm completely free from any uh, urgent task and i can spend some time for rest
1: yes thank you that you said that the time stretches like gum you're referring to parkinson's law that work expands to fit the time allotted so if you give exactly. yourself one month to do something it will take one month if you give yeah. one week it will be one week and i have to ask another thing. If you think about um, the Pareto principle that 20% of our efforts lead to 80% of the results or even Peter Drucker's writing and i you shouldn't be very familiar with him because he's more business, not diplomacy. Mm-hmm. But in it, he speaks a lot about effectiveness as well as the fact that the biggest waste of time is to do the things that shouldn't be done at all. If you are Letting deadlines determine what you do. Maybe you have to as a student. But in general, do you have this approach of thinking that, okay, if I have 10 things to do, according to the Pareto principle, two of them are really, really valuable, eight are a waste of time. So I should try to think or figure out the two or the 20% that is highest impact? Or are you at a stage in your life where you don't think that way? you prioritize based on deadlines because you have no choice?
0: Well, uh, basically, uh, yeah, sometimes I have no choice but uh, to complete it. And I try to, like, um, create some set of minds that it is actually not necessary, but it is useful. And even the most, you may think, like, um, unuseful project, uh, like, it might uh, have, um, some influence and some useful stuff you can learn in it so i try try to like once again think that everything i do will have some uh, positive effect so i'm not i would say that i'm not pretty good at prioritizing everything by the percentage of uh, what is more important but i understand what you're speaking about um, it is uh, actually quite a quite good approach, and but I suppose that it's um, basically more uh, for the working life, and uh, yeah, when for example you run your own business, and there are so many different things you may do to develop it, to build the marketing strategy, but you should um, because of the res- because resources are limited, and you should uh, choose only things that will bring uh, or will be the most uh, Uh, useful and uh, will make your business actually lucrative um, uh, so uh, you should uh, choose and it's actually uh, if we refer to the state politics it is actually the same because uh, every state resources is uh, quite limited uh, some states are more free and have much more money to spare, some are are much more limited and that's uh, actually the work of uh, policymakers to prioritize and to choose to spend money on touch interest national interest and uh, that will actually be the most um, um, prominent and significant for the nation development
1: thank you very much and since you mentioned that you had this attitude which i can relate to a lot of fearing that you'll miss out on initiatives (laughs) and projects etc well Uh, Some people would really disagree, including Jeff Bezos, the founder of uh, Amazon, where he says he actually now looks forward to missing out on things because he tries to do only the very few things that are highest importance. Or there is a book by George Leonard called Mastery, The Key to Success and Long-Term Fulfillment. And he says that to master something means you have to focus on a few things long-term in order to develop really deep skill that nobody can compete with. While people who move from topic to topic and project to project, he calls them hackers, where they will be mediocre in many things, Mm -hmm. but not excellent at anything. Those are perspectives that might be disagreeing with what you do. What are your thoughts that encourage you to keep doing it? I can share my own, which is that, well, if I try to do what bores me, I cannot do it. So it's better to do something (laughs) rather than nothing. And when I'm curious and excited, I have the motivation and energy to do it. So if I'll be a hacker, well, over time, I will have such a wide level of knowledge that someone deep doesn't know at all. But that's to me. Or if you tell me to spend like 10,000 hours doing only one thing, I might not do it because I'll be too bored, but 10,000 hours doing 100 things, it'll be wonderful and beautiful. And maybe it's a bit of rest before returning, mm-hmm. do the same thing again and again, where I can change channels and return. That is my perspective. Other people would disagree with that. They say focus on one thing forever and don't care about missing out what are your thoughts
0: well i'm absolutely not from those people who can focus on one only thing and i pretty much understand that they can reach uh, unbelievable success and this strategy is actually um is known for prodigies who are studying like some uh, particular subjects and become like unbelievably successful in it and however, yeah, I'm become pretty much bored, and even for example, now studying online uh, is uh, a bit tough for me because I'm tired of uh, listening lectures only online. For example, I'd like some movement uh, and some change of the atmosphere, and not only house but the university building, and that's uh, pretty much important. Uh, I suppose that my strategy also has, uh, and yours particularly also has some influence that. Uh, when brain uh, changes activities, it can also develop uh, pretty good, uh, I suppose. And my mom, as a doctor, as a neurologist, she actually recommends, for example, to combine mental activity with the physical activity. And when doing mental, not to spend two hours like studying uh, one particular subject, but. Uh, to change them in order you are not bored first of all yeah because when you're bored i suppose like for me it is like i become absolutely um not so productive i do it like i imagine myself as a little robot that i have to finish it but i do not feel like uh, i i feel bored and i do not like doing this job so i try to avoid this feeling when i don't like uh, doing something So, yeah, it's pretty much, for me, the same as for you, that boredom, I cannot stand it.
1: Thank you. And tell me about music. What is your favorite thing about it? How different is it and special compared to any other activity you do? And you mentioned that you need to move, not only listen to online Uh, presentations classes etc do you dance or do yoga or a physical activity like that
0: well uh, i'll speak about dancing Uh, actually i have uh, 10 years experience in dance school when i was little and we used to perform on stage it was actually Quite beneficial for me as uh, um, i speak about not being afraid to perform somewhere not being afraid to be on the stage to be on the spotlight and um, i find this experience uh, pretty uh, pretty useful nowadays um, and uh, yes uh, i have like you know this gym card uh, i do attend gym uh, obviously for the health reasons uh, to have healthy back uh, and uh, healthy uh, head uh, Uh, But uh, just uh, for now, a little break uh, or so, because they are closed and uh, I uh, try to do um, every evening a small walk in my um, uh, area where I live with my father, because my father, he is like a sort of professional tourist, he's doing some camps. And that's why we like to walk uh, and to talk uh, simply. So I think, yeah, m- movement uh, is important for rain to stay healthy and to un- unwind. And speaking about music, it is actually really special. It is nothing but um, the activities, the other activities I do. Actually, I wanted to play piano from the first form. But uh, just um, I asked my parents to bring me to the music school and my father, he is also playing the guitar. He said that it is so difficult. You are busy with uh, studies. uh, Just uh, please uh, let you grow bigger and then you will think about it once again. And uh, I bought my piano only when I was 18, only after I have passed this, you know, uh, the NO, which is uh, our Ukrainian exams after we leave school and... um, Those uh, numbers are important to enter the university. So uh, it actually, I feel like it um, nothing to do with my brain. It actually touches my heart and I can express every feeling I have. So actually, um, uh, when I'm sad, uh, I can just play uh, one song and uh, that is, I'm much more better. And uh, it brings me pleasure, you know, to learn a song. It's quite a lot of efforts, but uh, when I can play my favorite song from the uh, very beginning to the end, it is actually amazing, and uh, for me, it is uh, the, the idea of music is magnificent that you can create with your hands. The and uh, the number of sounds. It is actually only seven notes. Such a such a magical thing, uh, and that you and uh, being able to perform these um, magic things by yourself is uh, actually something really, really special for me.
1: Thank you. So, music touches your heart the ability to magically using only seven notes create something that expresses your emotions or playing your favorite songs from beginning to end is something very precious to you and also it helps you express your emotions and feel better when you need to do so correct yeah absolutely i love it and do you remember one of the early memories where you fell in love with the music and you found it as a way to touch your heart something that is really special
0: oh yeah i absolutely do remember uh, we were in the shop with my father it was actually a big shop with uh, different uh, technical stuff like tvs series, computers and uh, i was like five, five years old five six years old maybe smaller, and there were those first uh, um, electric uh, pianos from Yamaha, and uh, that was the time when the shop actually plug uh, this uh, piano into, and you can actually press it and uh, hear the music. So I was absolutely fascinated. I asked my father plenty of times to come to those shop and to like press those buttons on the piano. Then I was given with a small, uh, you know, those piano for children. And uh, I've actually learned uh, my father's cousin educated me with some uh, easier songs. Uh, So I had those notes signed on this uh, piano. So I knew where to press and uh, yeah, I actually have this piano nowadays, and uh, when my sister was small, she played it, but uh, she didn't find it so fascinating as I did, uh, not a problem, <laughs> she paints uh, a lot, she has another hobbies, but uh, I was uh, completely fascinated, yeah, by this idea, and uh, afterwards, uh, maybe I've always listened to some uh, piano covers on YouTube uh, and uh, I just wanted so badly to do it myself, like so badly. And uh, yeah, and now I'm trying to realize I have a big, big uh, number of songs I'd like to play and, um, and uh, quite realizing my dream you now.
1: I like that. So to return again, it's so fascinating to you, particularly with piano, to use your fingers and only seven notes to create melodies music that touches the heart and that expresses the emotions and that you can also replay or play your favorite songs just you as a person with a piano and your hands correct
0: yeah yeah
1: and is this attitude uh, an attitude you have when it comes to Maybe some subjects you study or some things that you do in other parts of your life? Or is this fascination and way of thinking only for music?
0: No, not at all. I'm actually differently fascinated by every activity and I can explain my motivation to every sort of things I'm doing in my life. So uh, I have told you, for example, about German language, uh, the pretty same thing is with Turkish, because I visited Turkey many, many times and absolutely loved people and uh, loved their culture. So in order to understand them better, it is, of course, necessary to... Um, acquaint yourself with the uh, language and with studies, uh, it is actually unbelievable that I've entered university basically not really studying some sort of international relations or politics in school with uh, pretty average knowledge about this subject. And nowadays, uh, I feel that I'm uh, much more better that I can analyze much more difficult events and that those analysis is highly evaluated by my Teachers uh, and tutors, uh, and that's uh, actually really inspires me. How from the very beginning the person can develop uh, their stre- and strengths, their knowledge uh, and the skills.
1: I like that. So you're very curious since a little girl, <laughs> that caused you sometimes some harm. Yeah, yeah, and a lot of troubles. You're fascinated. People have influenced you, whether the German children whether your parents whether the turkish people or anything like that that give you the spark and the motivation to pursue some topics and it's fascinating to you how people can develop they can improve they can exceed their expectations that we don't have the limits we think we have and that this is such a wonderful joy and you're curious and fascinated with it correct
0: yeah yeah
1: And if you were to explain fascination to someone who may be a robot, an AI Mm -hmm. or something that doesn't know what fascination means, to you specifically, not the dictionary definition, but to Mm -hmm. Diana, what does fascination mean? How does it work? What are its components and feelings?
0: Mm -hmm. So first thing that uh, came to my mind just, it is urge. So when you see the activity, uh, like what you are um, invited to do and you feel like a straight urge, yeah, I wanted to do it straight away. I want just to postpone some of my routine tasks and jump uh, uh, into it straight away. And also the other thing that you want 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 not only to jump into it to make just a small part, that you want to dive in into it. So you want to embrace it fully and to be fully fully engaged and uh, to do everything best you know and can and and uh, can do, so this activity is successful or this um, uh, project is successful so for me it is actually uh, full engagement urge to do something and like the your uh, inner feelings that little sparkles in the eyes that uh, the small that the um, rise of your heartbeat when you present this project which is actually successful that is what fascination stands for me
1: I love that. You have spoken in such a kinesthetic way now, whether you're speaking about the heartbeat increasing or to embrace or to dive deeper, which are all physical embodied metaphors and vocabulary, which makes me think your brain is highly kinesthetic. And therefore, I will ask you, when you take a walk with your father, for example, normally people who have that, they feel sensations stronger an emotion stronger than the average person do you hear all the sounds do you feel the breeze on your skin and every detail when the sun is out do you feel the sun rays reflecting on you and the warmth and you can feel all of your body you can feel all the sensations that come to it all the emotions that arise are you that kind of person and tell me more
0: Yes uh, pretty much uh, I today for example I asked to have a walk uh, at the daytime because we used to walk at the evening when it is dark and i said like i want to see the houses um, we are walking near and i want to see if the flowers have grown now because i have some flowers uh, at my yard and i like to check uh, whether uh, other uh, yards uh, have those flowers grown and it actually brought me some aesthetic pleasures to see the colors of the houses because i saw that those houses in the evening they were dark and now i saw some pink uh, blue houses and i was like wow they are s- s- such an amazing colors i haven't seen it recently so i really like yeah to see something to um feel and to hear like yeah that brings me pleasure so i don't like dark colors but I'd like to some bright uh, colorful uh, and uh, like uh, more interesting walk and the another thing I liked uh, about walking at the daytime that I can meet uh, much more people I don't talk to them usually but at the evening there are much um, lower number of people walking but uh, today we met some children uh, doing skating some other uh, people uh, having walk with uh, dogs and this uh, you know this uh, diverse uh, actually makes me feel happy because when I'm walking on the street just uh, with my father I feel pretty much not alone but uh, like isolated and seeing that other people also enjoying their times uh, actually makes me happy happy as well
1: Thank you and what is to you the opposite of isolated? Is it connected? Is it um, in group? Like, What would be the word that represents to you non-isolation
0: um sociable like being sociable
1: perfect and being sociable now i'm curious about something when you walk and there are people do you feel their energy and emotions or is it the existence of people around you gives you that sociable feeling without you really feeling their emotion or energy
0: too much no no uh, i absolutely try to understand uh, their emotions as well and uh, why do they walk, uh, are they busy with their work uh, or uh, do they do their duties uh, to walk their dog or uh, is it actually pleasant to them and just I, uh, when it is possible I try to mention even their face mimic and today I've um, encountered some amazing people who were actually listening to some music in headphones and having smile on smile on their faces And uh, yeah, it uh, made me into feeling that they are actually having an amazing time and uh, my walk was much more pleasant as well.
1: Thank you. And it seems to me that you are fascinated by the reasons why, why people do things, even your own reasons why you do everything you do, whether the German camp in Dresden or visit in Turkey multiple times to begin Turkish, uh, etc., So, is it something so important to you? And why is it so important to know reasons why people and you do what you do?
0: Well, that is actually, for me, the ground of starting everything. Because uh, when you do not have um, a certain motivation and when uh, the one cannot explain to his or herself why on earth I'm engaged in this activity, they will just start it and then uh, probably lose motivation lose interest because you know when start some activity not every day is bright and not everything is super easy some days are pretty tough uh, some uh, things are pretty difficult to do and you have to be motivated enough and you have to have this uh, like even annoying thought in your mind that that is actually useful that will bring me to success and I can stand I can encounter any uh, challenges uh, and to meet them uh, with strong um, and be strong while meeting it. And only with this uh, strong uh, persuasiveness uh, uh, of your mind you'll be able to um, like uh, to finish everything uh, uh, without it you probably drop it uh, uh, at the beginning or in the middle of the way. And uh, I actually do not uh, like uh, dropping something in the middle of the way. It upsets me pretty much. So first of all, when uh, engaging in something, I do answer myself uh, whether uh, why and uh, whether I need it.
1: Thank you. So if we don't know our why, we can do something. And as soon as there are challenges, most people will drop it but the antidote or the solution is to know the reason why so that the dark days or the challenges when they come we can remember our why and keep going rather than dropping it in the middle or early which upsets you in many ways, correct?
0: Yeah, absolutely, like that, yeah.
1: And do you have ways of reminding yourself of your reason why? Whether maybe you have like... (laughs) some pictures or Mm -hmm. you have a bracelet that you say okay this bracelet means to me my big goal or something like that how do you keep reminding yourself because the daily routine even when we have our why it distracts us from our why often
0: yeah sure as uh, i always mention it and saying that daily routine is pretty tough and you shouldn't get disillusioned and sad about the things and the small and big failures happening because they are actually not harmful to this why they just help you to uh, create this path to your big goal and to your big dream and speaking about what helps me to remind my big why Um, actually as a photographer uh, the visualization is pretty vital visualization, I mean like some uh, things I can see is pretty uh, vital for me so I do have this sort of mood board where I like looking at it right now and I do have many photos, so mainly they are with my friends and family but now um, I have some photos of uh, Istanbul and uh, some uh, Vienna and Dresden and it reminds me some Istanbul that uh, when I'm learning Turkish and it is actually a really difficult language for the European speaker, It is absolutely, the roots are absolutely different. And uh, uh, it, when only beginning, it's uh, so much um, tension about it. Yeah, And I look at these pictures at these beautiful buildings in Istanbul and I imagine myself walking there and uh, asking to buy some coffee in Turkish, not uh, English or other language. So... It inspires me a lot and uh, says that everything I do is not like in vain, that it will uh, sooner or later bring to some success. But you have to have, um, you know, this uh, uh, patient. So uh, not every goal is easily reached and you should work and wait for it for a long time. Sometimes.
1: I love it. Shat Maath, who is one of the Facebook millionaires when he was early Facebook employee and now became an angel investor and was a venture capitalist. He says what he tries to do every day is to tell himself in many ways to change the instant gratification of his brain and to focus on long-term expectation of results to have somewhat of a 25 years of uh, goal rather than to think, oh, Mm -hmm. in two or three years, I will reach my goals. And he even says, a lot of things in life, including social media, given us instant gratification. It's the same brain you will use to succeed. If you're training your brain to become short-term focused, you cannot become long-term focused in other contexts. Therefore, make your brain not need instant gratification. And he actually says it's even more valuable for you personally to do something so difficult that even five years from now or seven years, people come to you and you're not shy about saying, I, I, I'm still trying to solve this. It's so difficult because that's meaningful. But if you try to succeed in one or two years, either you will fail and be disappointed or you will do something easy that is not meaningful and therefore you limit your success. Mm-hmm. Do you try to train your brain for long-term thinking in this way or not and what are your thoughts about many kinds of aspects of social media do you view it as a highly positive mostly positive thing or mostly negative or do you limit it what is your approach
0: well I absolutely love 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 this idea about thinking for a long perspective and there is actually I'm trying to develop in myself I like this idea of strategic thinking that you have some strategy and you organize things according to the strategy so you have big uh, long strategy for example for 30 years and uh, you just uh, the other things you do is like just small uh, goals and targets you have to achieve to realize to fully realize the strategy and um, it is not easy for me like you know to think my life over three, 30 years uh, i can't build probably so long strategies but I do try to um, like develop this strategic thinking and uh, this mindset actually really appealing to me. And uh, speaking about social media, that's absolutely interesting topic for me because I'm a social media manager and uh, also... Um, do learn a lot about marketing in social media from the perspective of developing business uh, speaking and telling people about your product is um, social media are absolutely unique platform and without them probably the development of many interesting directions in the business world wouldn't be possible uh, the thing is that uh, speaking about business and social media, the thing is that I like and actually do engage only in those projects which do have not only whose idea uh, in social media not only to raise money from people, but who have some an, a somewhat different idea to help people to, for example, ease them, their life uh, or to make them happier. Those projects, I think they are successful, and social media is a great uh, platform to uh, let people know about them. And uh, speaking about my personal life and uh, social media, uh, I do not feel any harmful effect from it, because I like to communicate with people, I like to post something, and and, uh, it brings me pleasure. But I do understand that uh, developing some sort of addiction from it, is absolutely not um, not good and not the thing that uh, people should uh, do so i try actually to limit my time uh, here and um, to check on my phone whether i haven't uh, overlapped this limit whether i shouldn't um, stop for today to scroll my instagram page for example but uh, um, for me uh, I personally do find it positive. However, I'm aware of uh, different cases and uh, different, probably, uh, bad uh, experience in social media. And uh, briefly, I'd like to mention only bullying and shaming here. Uh, it is um, absolutely not good for me. I can't stand it. I think that the person, uh, when he or she has negative feelings, um, Or he or she is convinced that something is bad or badly cooked or badly painted or or the picture is bad. Uh, It is better just to skip it uh, or to unfollow but not to uh, make other people sad. Because I think that uh, every person can find uh, that his or her, um, not fans, but people who like uh, his or her activity and uh, people who don't. It's absolutely okay. We have different minds. We have different tastes. uh, but to, to, like, to offend other people, it's not cool. And I think that it is quite bad and it's actually worsening the usage and the experience of usage of social media for many people. And um, the last thing I'd like to say that uh, attitudes towards uh, the offenses is quite different in different for uh, for different people. So, for example, I can be offended to a certain uh, um, uh, level, and uh, other person can be deeply hurt. And uh, you sh- when writing a negative comment, you should think that uh, not uh, every people is okay. Not every people can skip it. And not every person can skip it easily so basically yeah when doing something you have to think about others and the effects and consequences it might bring to There is about social media pretty much
1: thank you and to end this two things one please share any piece of advice your heart feels is important to share and share some information about you about the projects you're working on If people want to follow you on social media, and we're mentioning Mm -hmm. it already, or follow your projects and support them, what are the best ways to go?
0: Well, uh, I'd probably drop a few words about projects. Uh, So I'd really like to recommend the students listening to it to join us on Instagram and uh, Telegram and other pages, uh, our discount project. Because it is um, actually, the idea of it is to help you to uh, spend your uh, student's life better and to afford much more things. We are actually contacting personally with different partners, with different businesses and uh, having in mind uh, always our clients and uh, your students uh, that will be using it. So we have plenty of different opportunities, plenty of discounts you may use today just having your student card. And um, that's obviously, I think, that you may find it interesting and some um, things here uh, will appeal to you. Uh, So subscribe if you wish, follow if you wish, um, of course. And uh, what I'd like to say about um, uh, some inspiration, I would say that, um, well, do not limit yourself do not uh, feel that um, you are unable to achieve because you do not possess a certain level of knowledge. You can easily learn it if you want and um, not everybody is like born perfect, not everybody is aware of everything. We are all different and we if you have this will you can like reach uh, everything. So the sky is only limit for you. Uh, You shouldn't stick to any standards, uh, any opinions, Uh, you should just um, understand clearly for yourself and to to clearly have your own goal and uh, by that uh, be ready to face uh, even challenges, even tough days but to remember why um, you are doing so. And of course, I'd suggest find some cool people who you can go with, uh, who can support you because we are all human beings. I believe that we are all sociable and uh, every person needs some hand and some lift of help. So that is basically.
1: Thank you very much, Diana. It was really valuable and it was my privilege, my honor, And I wish you a great day.
0: Yes, thank you so much. For me too. Amazing time. Thank you.